Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are back this week to discuss another show that I'm realizing is kind of hard to use in a sentence. Um, It's Hulu original The Great. And also we both watched uh, Lovebirds on Netflix, the movie. We don't have a ton of tv news this week but jordan what do you have something that they announced this week that i'm really excited about is that tuca and birdie that was that netflix animated show from one of the creators of bojack horseman the, mm-hmm. it's this um girl who is the artist and she created that other animated show tuca and birdie that was on netflix but it got canceled after one season and adult swim picked it up for a second season and I'm really happy because I watched that show way, way, way late after it had already been canceled. And I went back and watched it. And it is really, really good. I saw news about that. And I was wondering if that was the same show or not. So thank you for confirming that it was. Yeah, it's great. It's really cute. And also, like, extremely, extremely relatable to women in in their mid-20s to mid-30s. It's, like, so good. And it's also very strange and weird. I definitely recommend it. And I don't, but the problem is that I don't really know where you can watch Adult Swim shows that are currently on. Yeah. I've never so I might have to, to watch Adult Swim. Yeah. So I might have to do some research or whatever, but I'm glad that it's like been resurrected because that show is really good. Well, good. I'm happy for them. I remember that was a big uproar. Yeah. It was kind of surprising because Bojack Horseman's like so popular. Yeah. That is surprising. I have two pieces of news. Um, one is that uh, What We Do in the Shadows was renewed for season three. Which yes. is great. I'm still shocked a little bit. I don't know why. I just feel like I never hear anyone talking about it. I know. It feels like such an underdog. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad they're not. Yeah, same. I'm glad. And I'm glad. I feel like it's the kind of show that will really benefit from having like time to grow like that. Mm -hmm. It's just so like enjoyable. Yeah. I love it. Um, My second piece of news is I don't like to be like, what's leaving and coming to Netflix this month? But this is a big one. Did you know that Mad Men is leaving Netflix? No. Yes. I had no idea. And they currently don't know where it's going to be. What? So... That is like one of the first shows I even watched on Netflix. Yeah. So they... I think they're figuring it out. I had I quickly Googled it while we were talking because I last read about it a couple days ago. So I wanted to see if there was an update. Um, but so far I just see that there's still, it just says that Mad Men will be the next big bidding war for streaming services. So I don't think they've found a home yet. Wow. I mean, ugh, that's crazy because it, it would be awesome if it's like one of the big ones, but I wonder if like a smaller one that needs more people. We're going to break Mad Men down into 10 minute increments and have it on (laughs) 10 minutes of Mad Men could potentially be like 10 minutes of silence. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe they watch it on like what double time. <laughs> or they could I was... enough out of each episode to make every episode only 10 minutes. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> it could, or I was thinking like, who's the most pathetic streaming service? I feel like outside of Quibi, it's like CBS All Access. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is really crazy. I know. That's what I just thought would always be there forever. Same. I never thought I'd have to worry. No, because that's something that's always worth rewatching. Mm-hmm. It's like a big project, but wow. <sighs> that's crazy. Okay. Now our top three. I'm very excited about it. Jordan came up with this idea and um, I think it's a really fun one. We are discussing the three people we would have in our coup because um, on Hulu's The Great. I feel like I have to say Hulu in front of that. We can talk about this later, but it's so it awkward off every time. It's really strange. <laughs> okay, so in Hulu's The Great, there is a coup by Catherine the Great. I don't think that is spoiling anything, right? <laughs> No, because, like, I mean, okay, disclaimer, I know basically nothing about Catherine the Great. Same. When I heard the name, I thought she was, like, an English monarch, part of the English monarchy. And that's very wrong. And so I was doing a lot of Wikipedia reading up on some stuff. I'm glad you can some stuff stuff for me. I mean, I didn't. It was a skim. (laughs) More than I did. But the coup is real. Like, that is all true. I figured that was true. So, um... We came up with our own coups with different TV characters that we would want to help us um, help us with our coup. I don't know how to use that in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you make the word the coup a uh, verb? Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> do the coup. <laughs> I guess um, the the verb form would be like overthrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's easier to say. And we kind of broke it down into three different people and like functions of the coup. So uh, one of them is our lover. One of them is our basically like our personal assistant. And the other one is who would do all of like the military and politics behind the coup. Yes. And this is like based on the roles of Catherine's friends in the show correct and who she like enlists to join her so uh jordan give us one of your coup members okay i will start with my assistant because uh looking at my top three i kind of have two cop outs (laughs) two out of three (laughs) but i mean i just couldn't think of a better assistant than gary from veep Wow, that's an amazing answer. I mean, he kind of is doing that on the show, so that's why I feel like it's kind of a cop-out. But, like, he literally knows every single detail about every person that Selena ever comes into contact with or ever will. And, like, that's what um, the people in the in her, in her Catherine's, like, coup posse mm-hmm. need to know. Like, the people that actually are from there and stuff. So, I just really want him on my team. I think that's a great answer. Okay, my assistant, now that you've mentioned Gary, I am questioning mine, but it's fine. I'm sticking to it. 
The assistant I chose for myself is um, Maeve from Sex Education. Oh, no, that I I can totally see she would be extremely useful. She would be very useful. She would be really fun. She's very um, sarcastic and funny when it's just like a small group of people. So like when it's just me and her, you know, when she's like getting me dressed, which is a thing that she does in the, in the show. I just mm-hmm. think she'd be really fun and funny and also really dedicated to the cause wouldn't get sidetracked and would be really good at like talking to others and kind of like manipulating other people to join. Yeah. Cause see, that's where Gary would be lacking. Yeah. He, he doesn't really have that info, skill, but he doesn't have the skill to turn the info into followings, followings, followers, coup members, all of the above, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like they're both great assistants and different. Their skills are in different places. And that's fine. Exactly. I wouldn't necessarily want Gary to like undress me. <laughs> uh, like, that would be a little awkward. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, My military slash politics kind of like overall strategy person. Um. I picked, I'm excited about this one, even though it's kind of strange. I picked Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights. Buddy Garrity. He fits the role. He like looks similar to the guy who does that in The Great. Yeah, he really, really does. I, um, I was thinking about like Buddy, obviously he's like king of the boosters. Yeah, he's like for the football team. He is. And when, like, in the later seasons when he, like, rejects the Panthers and he is helping coach Taylor with the Lions, he is, like, becomes, like, such a great character, you know? Like, he becomes one of the good guys and he's pulling for the underdogs. And he has a lot of connections, too. Totally. And is, like, yeah. he. So I I was, like, you know what? Because at first I thought Coach Taylor. I was, like, who's, like, what's a strategic character? But I actually think that buddy is the one that i want i wouldn't get distracted by how hot he is like i would with coach (laughs) and he i don't know i feel like i he's just he was the one that i i needed in my corner yeah i think that is a really great answer and what i would have never thought of my military politics leader i chose ruth langmore from ozark which I know that Jordan hasn't watched Ozark, but it's Julia Garner. Who I love. Yes. And she is incredible. And she just gets shit done. She is like, she still has like morals, but also doesn't. And um, she's really good at like whipping people into shape and like making people... Um, listen to her and follow her instructions and I just think that she would be really really great at being a military leader she probably wouldn't be as good at the like the politics stuff um, because she doesn't really take any shit from anyone but um, I think she would be an amazing military leader yeah she would be like maybe less of a diplomat yeah 
But I feel like Maeve is good at that, so she can kind of compensate yeah, maybe. Yeah, covers that. <sighs> okay, so we've reached the lover portion. So for my lover, it was really hard to come up with someone I hadn't used already in a hypothetical. In The Great, um, her lover is someone who, like, she very, very much outranks. Like, he... He's not really her equal, you know? So I was trying to think of, like, who do I want to be my lover who I can kind of, like, I outrank him. I can boss him around. I have to be discreet, you know, like, all this stuff. But, like, I still want him and he's hot and can be fun, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went with someone you may have heard me talking about before. Gendry from Game of Thrones. Mm, Great answer. (laughs) Thank you. Can't I mean Arya basically bosses him around True. so much. Like he's at her beck and call practically at parts of the last season. So I just couldn't be happier about it. That he's little bastard. Yeah. Wow. Good choice. I don't even think that's really a cop out because it's been a while since we got to talk to talk about him. Thank you. Yeah, that is a good point. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And if yours is a cop-out, then mine's a cop-out. Because my lover is someone who is really great at being undercover and also really hot and could... And he's someone I would like to have around, you know? Um, (laughs) It's Nick from Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He's a great answer, though, too. Thank you. I was pretty proud of, of myself when I thought of him. He's like, I mean, he kind of plays like a clandestine lover yeah. in the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I'd, lo- I'd love to take him as my lover. That is a great answer. I hope my terrible husband king will let me have someone as hot as Nick. I am excited to talk about I am excited to talk about parts of this show for sure. Yes. Should we just hop right in? Yeah, I feel like it's a perfect segue. Okay, great. Do you want to give you uh, a summary? My spiel? Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit already. The Great is about Catherine the Great, who married the Emperor of Russia. So Catherine is played by Elle Fanning. Peter is played by Nicholas Holt. And in real life, Catherine eventually was part of a coup to, and then she became like the Empress of Russia. Again, the coup was against her husband. And so this is, this is showing like right when they get married and her like starting to like build the coup basically. And they, it was advertised like this is in the style of the favorite, like historical, semi-fiction in this in it's like the favorite it's just like the favorite you know like that was kind of how it was advertised so it's very snarky and funny because nicholas holt is in the favorite i know it was like total he's at the center of this venn diagram Mm -hmm. for sure you did a great job of um summarizing that and now i would just love to hear your thoughts on it how did you feel about it jordan um it's hard to describe my like how I felt viewing it because I was like everything that's happening I like and it's like interesting and yet it felt very long and I felt kind of bored sometimes which made me sad because I feel like it was good does that make sense 
it makes total sense because I felt, I felt more, I felt similarly. Um, I think I leaned towards not liking it. I think I, those things really affected me and like, I just wanted to like it so, so much. And maybe that was my problem. Yeah. And just like episodes seemed so long and there were times where I really didn't know exactly what was going on, but it also didn't really matter that I didn't know what was going on. And, um, I just like had a really hard time paying attention to it. And some parts were really funny and other parts just weren't, but I felt like the acting was really well done. So it's really hard to like, pinpoint exactly why it didn't work for me but I didn't hate it I agree something that was it weirdly reminded me and I think it's just kind of there's some similar themes and the pacing was similar to the new Sabrina the chilling adventures of Sabrina that's a good um that's a good comparison thank you I felt the way like the episodes of both shows feel extremely long um And it made me sad because I wanted to really love it. And it's kind of, it's similar. Like there's this girl who's kind of a fish out of water, you know, but she's also in charge. Like, so there were times when I really felt like it was was weirdly similar to me. Um, But yeah, like, I feel like on paper, it's all there though. Cause the, the acting was very good. Yeah. The acting was good. It was like fun in a lot of parts. I think maybe it wasn't fun in enough parts for me. Like, I think they could have still amped up the funny. I agree. I think um, some of the jokes, like, they're supposed to be repetitive, but it was like literally the whole season would be the same mm-hmm. thing. Are you referring to Peter saying, did you hear that? I said this. Uh, yep. And like, the whole point is that it's supposed to be like annoying. And he's stupid, but mm-hmm. like it, I feel like this ep- this whole season could have been like two or three episodes shorter. Yeah, I agree. And also, it's interesting because like I don't really think that there were some aspects that reminded me of the favorite, but the favorite was a lot more like it leaned way more into the darker things. And this, at some points, it was like really overly dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, like especially by the end, I I didn't really. Like, there were some parts that I thought were very predictable that were supposed to be pretty emotional. Yes. But I was just kind of like, I don't really feel anything right now. Mm-hmm. Would you say but that even I- about, like, the very last episode? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like it wanted to be a smarter show than it actually was, kind of. Mm-hmm. But still, like... I still didn't hate it necessarily. And I think a lot of it is because it looked really good. Yeah, it was Um, really pretty. And like all of the costuming was really great. So that was fun to watch as well. Yeah, there were there were also some parts that were very disgusting. Very. And so that was kind of interesting because it's almost like if they had consistently been like kind of like really graphically like kind of gross and violent maybe that actually would have worked for me but instead it felt very random when it was mm-hmm. like and so I was kind of like it, really yeah which maybe they were going for that I don't know yeah I think that's another really good point um 
yeah, I I don't I don't know. I'm just like I just felt kind of meh about it, and I was like I I don't know if I like I I keep th- thinking like would I recommend this to someone, and I don't know. I don't know who um, I would recommend it to other than people who like Elf Fanning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you like Nicholas Holt, I felt like he was pretty good too. He was actually very good. I feel like if someone has had the patience for the chilling adventures of Sabrina, then maybe they would like this too, because I thought that was the most boring show ever, but some people really liked it. Best so maybe true. I would recommend it to people who like boring shows. <laughs> so if you put yourself in that category, please watch. Yeah. I, well, my final note that I have in my phone is because actually my notes start out like liking it, even though my it's actually OK. My very first note says pilot episode feels very long, even though it's good. And then my final note is this finale should be more exciting than it is. Yes, and like the finale, the way it ended, I just was like, hmm. Like that was my final thought, was just like, oh, okay. I just didn't really feel anything. I wasn't like happy or sad or like anything about any of the characters in the ending. So like, and that Mm -hmm. kind of is strange. Yeah, I felt numb. Mm -hmm. I do think that the behind the scenes photos that I've seen are really fun and a lot more fun than the show. Yeah. Like it, I think that the cast is all really good. I don't really feel like there were any um, weak. Ac- I don't feel like there was any like really weak acting that was noticeable or like brought it down. I thought that everybody's performances were really good and yeah, all of the cast seems really fun and all the photos that I've seen people have been people posting have been really cute. Yeah, it's that and that's part of why I was kind of confused as I watched it. I was like this isn't fun. It's not that fun. There are some fun parts. Um like at first I was pretty invested in Catherine and her hired lovers relationship. Like I was I thought it was cute and fun and then by the end a lot of the plot points just became a drag. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I was invested in it invested in the beginning, but I almost get the vibe with this show that there are some parts where Catherine's character is almost like too wise for my liking. Like I almost wish that she her character had kind of more flaws. Like she had some at the very end. But I just felt like she I almost felt like the character wasn't didn't end up being that fun or interesting. Yeah. Wh- maybe it's cuz I like Elle so much, but I just kind of wished that I was like thought her character was more interesting, especially cuz she's the lead character. Mhm. Even like I think that in like her private um, quarters with like her coup members and like friends that she trusted um, she really didn't show more personality there than she did with um, Peter or anything so I, I feel like I get what you're saying 
I also think because at the beginning, I liked seeing her kind of have this romanticized view of like, I'm getting married, yay, and then being like, oh, my life is about to suck. But then I feel like she was just kind of then like, I don't know. I didn't really see a lot of different emotions with her. Even though I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to explain because I did like some of my favorite moments were when she was like showed that she has the potential to be a good leader. But it is kind of like, where did that even come from? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed a little underbaked. Yes. And you're, you're saying as like in character development, not necessarily Elle Fanning's performance. No, I actually think she did a really good job. Okay. Yeah. I think, I feel like it just kind of annoys me in shows where like the main character is just like almost too perfect at everything. And I feel like that's a script thing less than an acting thing. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like she was really good. Her accent, every time she does a British accent in anything, I'm so impressed because I feel yeah, like it's I extremely it was good. Um, And she like looked perfect in this time period of the dresses and her hair and stuff. Like She looked amazing. And I felt like there were times when it was fun, like her banter back and forth with Nicholas Holt because he's a jerk and like they're kind of open with each other that like, they don't like each other that much Mm -hmm. those were actually my favorite scenes i would i would say yeah i agree like that stuff was fun it's i have complicated feelings about it i guess (laughs) she because there was that poor portion in the middle where she kind of messes up and she realizes that she's not really ready for this type of role and um i don't think that they really showed her regaining and like learning more after that to prove that she was ready and that she wanted it. And like, uh, I, so I, maybe that's where it was missing for me was like, it showed her mess up and then it showed her like getting what she wanted, but it didn't really show her like working that much harder to like get it, I guess. I don't know. I, I agree with that. And it honestly, it kind of reminds me of why it's so hard for me to relate to and like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because I like to see the journey of how someone gets to be good at something in the character development and stuff and like kind of seeing a struggle there. And this, it felt kind of just like sped up. Yeah, that's a great comparison. I like it. So there you have it. The great is the okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Another, oh, this is actually so funny because it is like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel where it like claims to be marvelous. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, man. Interesting, interesting. There you have it. Actually, here's a here's a segue. In the grate, there is a scene where a bird is stuck inside of... Um, a bedroom and it's very terrifying i this week had two birds stuck inside of my home it was the most terrifying experience of my life i won't get into it on this podcast but it was terrifying and she lived to tell the tale i did live to tell the tale and um no birds were harmed everything's okay um but anyway i texted jordan about uh, about it while I was watching it and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe there's this scene where the bird is inside the house 
on the same week where I actually had birds inside my house. And I said on the grate, and it just like doesn't flow well. And so Jordan was thinking I was talking about Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I was like, why else would she be talking to me about animals? I already (laughs) forgot. I need to look up the, I wonder if I could find the actual text because it was very funny. It it was it was very funny. And well the segue is that Netflix, the Netflix movie we also watched is called Love Birds. So there's a bird and a bird and a bird. Lots wow. of Wow. So many birds. Um I found I found the text by the way, in case you're curious. Oh, it says yes. the bird inside of the room on the grate. <laughs> <laughs> And and it, it was all lowercase. I should have capitalized the and great. And maybe that would have made more sense. Actually, maybe that would have helped. But, but you know, when I you just so get excited weird. and say half-baked <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, that's like my whole life, trying to talk <laughs> as a human. <sighs> Dang, I already forgot about that. That feels like that was a month ago, you know? Yeah, it really does. Um. Wow, that was an amazing segue. Was so layered. <laughs> very layered. Very so complex. relevant. So layered. Wow. Um, I'm realizing that I don't even have any notes from the Lovebirds. I didn't take any notes either. I just watched it Memorial Night, Memorial Day night, and I did a puzzle, had a chill time, and I had zero expectations and it was it was good. It was I, entertaining. I agree. I felt like my expectations for Netflix movies is so low. Um and this is probably one of my favorite ones I've watched. It helps that like we already love Isa, we already love Camille. Um and I felt like from the get-go their like banter really worked really well together. It was very funny. They're just like, just their talking was very, like, my, the funniest. Agreed. I agree. Um, I will say I was caught off guard when it first started because in my head, and I think it might have just been me, but I was thinking that they were, like, on, like, a their first date when everything started to happen. That was kind of what I had got from the trailers, which now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, why did I guess that? No, I feel like that sounds right to me. I didn't realize that it would be like four years later, four years into their relationship. Yeah, I wasn't expecting them to be like um, really comfortable with each other, um, which was like a fun surprise and a fun added element, I would say. Totally. Um, Something I hadn't realized until I literally started it and saw the credits is that Michael Showalter did this and he is like search party what hot american summer guy like oh, he's so he's so funny that either he like is one of the creators i believe of search party and he's the guy who plays um john reynolds's boss oh like, that's him and he like wrote i i need to look up to confirm but he either wrote or and or directed this and um so that was another thing when it started that i was like oh like this is probably going to be like a better caliber than a lot of Netflix movies that I've watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He He's the director. Okay. Well, and it's funny. It's funny to think about 
because the show was supposed to go into theaters, but it went to Netflix instead because of COVID. I totally forgot that it wasn't always a Netflix movie. And so, like, I honestly think I liked it. I think it fit the Netflix situation better than it would have fit theaters, personally. I totally agree. I can't imagine. um, I think I would have felt differently had I had to have, like, paid $10 and, like, gone and seen that in the theater. But I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But it was just, like, a perfect chill night at home mm-hmm. where like I didn't have to like worry about anything or think in- about anything just like turn it on have some laughs call it a night you know totally I think I was even like playing Animal Crossing for part of while I was watching mm-hmm. it was yeah it was um I put it on like a Saturday afternoon yeah and it was it felt right I really can't imagine seeing it in the theater. I feel like for some reason the humor and kind of like, like there's not a lot of very famous people in it either. No, I was actually uh, surprised that there weren't more. I was like, anytime a new character was introduced, I was kind of like waiting for me to recognize them as a person who I know, but none of them really were except for um, the cop that, is in the car with them. He um, is uh, from House of Cards. Oh, and I'm looking at IMDb, and I forgot that the Anna Camp from Pitch Perfect was in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her, too. Totally forgot. She is probably, to me, since I haven't watched House of Cards, like, was the only other famous person in it. Yeah. And she's not in it that much, and she's not that famous. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I don't know. I, like, that... Those reasons for sure make it seem more Netflix friendly than theater friendly. But actually, you know what? Now that I'm, because I would think that I think if it were on, if it would have started out as a Netflix movie, there would be more cameos in it. Because like in the Netflix, Netflix family, kind of always overlap a little bit, you know. Yes, that's a really good point. But I don't know. Guess we'll never know. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was good that there weren't so many like cameos to distract or something because Issa and Camille were like the stars the yeah, whole time. But you were they were all you needed. Yeah. Yeah, a great mindless watch. Yeah, I definitely laughed out loud like at least a couple times. Yeah, so did I. But yeah, I would probably if I were to give it a letter grade, I would probably give it like a B. B plus yeah. maybe because it definitely was fun and I was in the exact mood to watch it too. Um, and yeah, I would probably I would probably put it in like my top five of Netflix originals. Even though, can we even really call it that? It was like a Netflix. I don't know premiere, and I can't even remember five <sighs> Netflix originals at this moment in time. So get back to me. For sure, not five that I like thought were really good <laughs> of movies. Interesting. That'll we'll have to remember that for a future top three, I guess. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, let us know if you've watched the great. Let us know if you agree with us, disagree with us, loved it, hated it. Would love to hear. I really would. If you loved it, I want to know like what <laughs> did you love? <laughs> like genuinely though, no, like not to be like you're wrong. I'm just like, what was I missing? Yeah, agreed. 
Um, I started saying that and realizing that I forgot to talk about crush of the week. Sorry. Oh, who's your crush <sighs> of the week, Jordan? Um, I actually feel like I had a few decent options this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am gonna go with Nicholas Holt. Um, there he was pretty awful for most of the great. Hulu's the great. <laughs> sounds so <laughs> weird. It sounds like I'm missing a few words. Um, but I he's I great he at was, being awful. Yeah, he was really good. And at times when he didn't have the wig on, he looked really hot to me. And um, I don't know. I've always had a crush on him since uh, I saw Warm Bodies. Like, I'll always have a soft spot for that guy. Um, so, yeah, I was I despite his disgusting character, I had a crush on him. So. Yeah, he was great. Um, for my crush of the week, I'm going to choose his counterpart, Elle Fanning. Oh, perfect. I just, I mean, your dream girl, my dream girl. Um, she did do a great job. Her accent was amazing. She looked beautiful. Um, she was funny. She was witty. And yeah, I just think she did a great job. And I liked, I liked seeing her on TV. Yeah, I would love to see her in more shows. Me too. That kind of, there is one little thing I wanted to bring up. So I, one other person in this show was her lover, Leo, who was in Normal People for an episode. And I loved that he was like significantly shorter than her. Yes, he was. But he was like, I, he was very hot. And I liked that they, I feel like so many actors are short, but they like, didn't shy away from like she was much taller than him in several in like all her scenes. And I just really liked that. I like that too. And especially because like his one and only role is to like be her lover. So I think that that is funny. Yeah, it was like a kind of like a fun thing. I feel like their movies are always trying to make short guys look taller than the women and stuff. Like it's like Tom Cruise 101, you know? And I, yeah, I just, like, really respected that he was, like, kind of small, but, like, she really was into him and stuff, and it was just, like, not a thing. Like, no one even really talked about, like, oh, you're tiny. Like, it was just, like, (laughs) it was just something, that was something that I I liked and noticed about the show. Yeah, I liked that, too. I was very attracted to him. But he was annoying me by the end, so he didn't get my crush spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of random, but it just when you were talking about how beautiful Elf looked, I I thought of it. It's worth a mention for sure. <laughs> and I feel like we didn't even really mention him earlier, so there you go, Leo. Yeah, wanted to give him a shout out. I liked his character for the most part. Yeah. Well, well- <laughs> I took your part. <laughs> you, you do it. I need a break. <laughs> I know I'm gonna crumble under the pressure. <laughs> well, there you have it. Those are the those are the things we watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> those are them. <laughs> any questions? <laughs> uh, but really, ask us questions if you have any questions. Please, would love would love to answer. We're always here for that. Yeah, love a good discussion. <sighs> love it. All right. Uh, have a great week, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> goodbye. Uh, bye. We love you. <laughs> but really, bye. Bye.